Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. Today, we are going to be talking about the five love languages, the five ways we express love emotionally. Before Jordan and I got married, we took the five love languages quiz based on the book written by Gary Chapman that helped us to better understand how we as individuals feel the most loved. It's a framework meant to help people become more attuned to their partners, and this works for other relationships in your life too. So in the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about each one of the languages To give you an idea, these are the five love languages. They are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, each one is important and it expresses love in its own way. So learning your partners and your own primary love language will help you to create a strong bond in your relationship. Before we share what our primary language is, let's dive into each one so you can think about how they relate to you. All right, the first language that we're going to talk about is words of affirmation, and that is using words to build up the other person. An example of this is if you're stating this to your partner, you would say, thank you for taking out the garbage, instead of it's about time you took out the garbage. I think the example shows that it's really all about acknowledgement and it's about positive reinforcement as well. Something as simple as taking the garbage out, you can see how putting it one way or the other has like a very different meaning to the other person. And the first way, just simply saying thank you for doing it, it's positive reinforcement. It's saying I acknowledge that you're helping, I really appreciate it. And the other person can say, oh, well, I feel good doing that, so that's something I'm going to keep doing in the future. On the other hand, if you say it's about time you did that, it just takes a negative tone. And you're kind of putting that on the other person that you're just kind of belittling them as they do it. So there's no positive action that's going to come from stating it that way. Yeah, definitely goes back to feeling valued and appreciated. And the power of words really can make a difference. How we present that to somebody else is a really big deal. You know, if somebody has a top love language as words of affirmation, they thrive and enjoy and feel love when somebody else shows that they are acknowledging their hard work, they acknowledge what they do, and encouraging them along the way. The languages and talking about this is you would think specifically for your love relationship or with your partner, your husband, wife, but this also applies to personal friendships. It applies to just how you perceive the world around you. So this isn't necessarily just for being in a a relationship with someone. So like for words of affirmation, if you look at it career-wise, if you're someone who's working at this job and there's never anybody telling you, hey, you're doing a good job, we really appreciate what you're doing, You can see how someone's just going to think they're not valued or they're going to think that what they're doing really doesn't matter and it's going to be hard to keep someone like that motivated. So you can see how that applies to pretty much every way in life. The way you word something to someone or the way you simply state that you see what they're doing and you appreciate it can have a really big impact. The next language is gifts. With gifts, we are looking at people who respond positively to getting a certain physical or material gift from someone that they care about. So as an example, if your significant other takes like a work trip and they're away from you for a weekend, and when they come home, you are gifted, you know, something they picked up from a store when they're there. And that kind of says, okay, my partner was away from me, but they took the time to think of me and get me something to say that they were thinking of me the whole time they were there. You can understand how people 
people definitely positively react to getting a certain token of appreciation from someone else. I think gifts can go a long way, especially if it's something little. I mean, it doesn't have to be being on vacation and bringing something home. If you're out and then you decide to pick up flowers for somebody and bring it home on a random Wednesday, I think that goes a long way to just show someone that I was thinking of you today without just texting or calling or saying the usual things that you say. We are going to be jumping into our third love language, and that is acts of service. This is doing something for someone that you love that you know that they would like. And this goes from cooking a meal, washing dishes, vacuuming floors, all are acts of different kinds of service that someone can see as being appreciated and valued when you help them. I've talked with a couple of my friends who are moms, and they say that acts of service is actually at the top of their list. Now, I don't know if this has changed over the years since they became a wife and a mother, but I know that they do say how much they appreciate when their significant other or their children, their family help them in the day-to-day upkeep of the home and how much it means to them when it comes to how they feel valued and appreciated and just to be able to relieve any additional stress that they might be feeling that week off of them. The fourth language is quality time. This means giving your spouse your undivided attention. And examples could be just simply going for a walk together or basically just enjoying undivided attention and time with one another and just putting the rest of the world kind of on hold. Ashley and I, when we first took this test, this came up as our number one for both of us. And I think that just speaks to how outside of everything else and the way that we relay our love to one another is just spending that quality time together. So like I said, there's numerous examples at the end of the day it's being with one another not really caring about anything else and being able to shut off the rest of the world and just enjoy that personal time to really continually get to understand and know each other better the world is fast-paced and it is a hustle bustle kind of society that we live in so I've learned that you know this is the top of my list so I just enjoy being able to unwind with the people that I love and take that quiet time. And this goes for Jordan and my family and my friends, just to be able to take a step away from that busyness of day-to-day life to be able to connect and talk and really grow and deepen those relationships. That leads us to our last love language, which is physical touch. Examples would be, you know, if you're out in public and you're holding hands, or when you're home, it's just having a physical presence in your relationship and really just enjoying the closeness that you have with another person is really a basic way that people express their love to one another. If someone you love has a primary love language as physical touch, nothing communicates more clearly than for you to take that initiative to reach out to hold their hand, put your hand on their shoulder, give them a hug, and just make them feel that love and closeness through that bond as you deepen that relationship with them. And again, as we mentioned before, all these love languages apply to every relationship in your life. An example that I can think of is, you know, if someone in your family, let's say, has a baby, like it's maybe it's your niece or a new cousin, the biggest way that you go and show this love and appreciation is everyone wants to be all over the new baby and picking them up and showering them with love and kissing them and hugging them and holding them. And really, I think that speaks to just how physical touch is really the easiest way to communicate that longing and that love for someone by establishing just a close relationship that two people can share. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Jordan and I took this quiz during our engagement before our wedding to be able to better understand 
one another and build that connection. If you are interested, you can head on over to fivelovelanguages.com to be able to take this quiz for yourself. And I encourage you to use this as an opportunity to open the door to this kind of communication with whether it be your significant other, a friend, a family member, to be able to understand how you and that other person give love and receive love. We are going to share our list. They rank your love languages one through five. Mine starts with quality time, followed by words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. For me, my number one is quality time because I really value that time that we are blessed with and gifted with as we spend with someone in our life that we love because ultimately time is the only thing in life that you cannot get back with someone. So being able to build memories and build and deepen that relationship and communication with them is the most important thing for me. So going through my list of languages, that's very similar to Ashley, actually. The only one that's swapped out is receiving gifts and acts of service. So my number one is quality time, followed by words of affirmation, then physical touch, then receiving gifts and acts of service. And again, with quality time being my number one, I understand that most importantly for me, it's spending time with Ashley and just going out and doing the even the everyday things. I mean, something as simple as going grocery shopping kind of takes on a new meaning because of the kind of time we have when we go. We make it fun. We make it something that we enjoy doing together. And when you have the right attitude going into something like that, you're taking everyday normal things and you're creating memories out of it and you're making it something fun. I think a big thing with going through this list is truly understanding yourself is the most important because if you're getting in a relationship and you take this quiz and you realize something like quality time is what you value most, you may be with someone who thinks that they have to shower you with gifts because that's the way that they respond. They have to outwardly give material objects as tokens of their love and appreciation. If you're someone who doesn't really see that as most important, there can be kind of this disconnect where you're thinking that they're not really someone that's for you or maybe the relationship is off because they're not giving you what you need. But again, if you sit down with them and you take this quiz and you understand that you're operating on a level that you just see value in other things, I mean, you can mold around and see how, okay, well, maybe they don't like gifts as much. So even though I can still do it here and there, I need to take more time to kind of say, well, I'd rather just go do something with you today instead of going out and then bringing you something home as a gift. So I think that's a perfect way to kind of help your relationship along as well. But most importantly, like I said, it's understanding yourself and what you're going to value out of a relationship with someone else. Really the key to all of this is based on communication. So being able to open those doors up with someone that you love. And like we said, it doesn't necessarily have to be in a relationship. This can be anyone in your life just to be able to create a more meaningful relationship and bond between both of you. And if you are in a relationship and you both take this quiz and you find that your lists look much different, that's perfectly fine. At that point, it opens a door to that communication to be able to better understand how you perceive and give love and what means the most to you. So that way you both aren't going on two different pages. As Jordan said, somebody can be showering you with gifts and this could be your number five on the five love languages. So it really doesn't mean as much to you. If you talk with them about it and say, I really enjoy spending time with you or if you could help me out with something that would really mean a lot to me then they will better be able to understand and that disconnect won't be there. When we become aware of how the love languages work and better understand how they impact how we and those in our life give and receive love, 
it fills us up with meaningful relationships. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Feel free to share your results of the quiz with us as well. Have a great day, everyone, and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.